This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Joel Schaub at Guaranteed Rate. As a realtor, it's important to partner with only the most trusted name in mortgage lending. Joel has thousands of satisfied clients and gives $1,500 of his commission back to your buyers on every closing. He is known for his ability to close even complex deals start to finish in only 14 days. To learn what thousands of others already know, make a note to call Joel at 773-654-2049 or email joel at rate.com. Guaranteed Rate is an equal housing lender license in all 50 states consumer access number 2611 and now on with the show Welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I am your guide and host through the show. And today, once again, is our monthly series, our monthly series that is extremely popular called Learn with a Lender with Joel Schaub from Guaranteed Rate. Now, Joel is the vice president of lending at Guaranteed Rate, and he's been doing loans at a high level since 2003 and has got to that level because of what he does specifically for agents, which is he gives back part of his commission to the buyer on every transaction. Last year alone, Joel gave back almost $300,000 in closing costs to buyers who worked with him. And that put Joel's volume in the top one-tenth of 1% of all lenders nationwide. And that's out of 400,000 loan officers, right? He's actually currently ranked number 137 out of that 400,000 in production. Last year alone, he closed 535 sales. Uh, This was his highest amount ever, or 535 transactions, we should say, highest amount ever uh, for for one year. Um, And already this year, so we are in almost the end of June at this point, he has closed 329 transactions for 133 million. It looks like he will even exceed what he did last year, which is beyond incredible. So if you are looking for a loan officer, uh, we cannot highly, more highly recommend Joel. He is the very best we've ever worked with. He can be reached uh, at a couple of different ways. Number one is to email him. You can email him at joel, J-O-E-L, at rate.com. Again, joel at rate.com. Or you can shoot him a text or call him at 773 654-2049. Let's say hello to the biggest Cubs fan I know, uh, and they are playing again, and you can go visit them. So you have probably been very busy, but welcome, Joel. Hey, thanks so much for having me, DJ, and all the uh, numbers and the accolades. That's all fantastic. It it even surprises me hearing them sometimes uh, where we're at, but this is what's really great is coming back on each and every single month. I love it because we get to give back. Yeah. And you know me even off the show. This is kind of what I live for is the giver's gain mentality where I can help share knowledge, some of the things that I've been doing and what I see with other really successful real estate agents. So by tuning in, you're going to get something out of today's show. I know that for sure. Yeah. And, and, I, and I will say, knowing you on and, and off the air and, and also having worked with you professionally, you helped me with, with, with my loan. And um, I will tell you that one thing, and, and I've had other loan officers work with me in the past too. So this wasn't my first experience purchasing a home. Um, but I will say, and, and this is a huge feather in your cap, um, is that Joel was the only, and again, us being friends, I almost 
didn't expect this to happen because he treated me as if he almost put the friendship aside a little bit and said, Hey, we're going to have an education session. I want you to fully understand every step of this process. And I was kind of like, yeah, 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 yeah. And he goes, no, no, it's really important that you understand this. And it was like, and then I, I took it in and, and, and was like, wow, no one has ever done that for me before. So I, I really do appreciate um, the amount of time you put into to my loan in particular. And I know you do that for other people as well. Cause you know, obviously other people, People have, have said this exact same thing and it's why you're so successful. But so this givers get mentality is just absolutely what you live and, and probably is the secret to your success. If, if they're, if they're, if you had to distill it down to one thing, uh, at least it's certainly one of the top qualities I think anybody in this industry could have. So um, I am, I'm a huge fan of, of what you do. And then coming on this podcast is an extension of that is just always trying to, to help our listeners. Um, and as a result, people reach out to you and say, Hey, I want to work with you. Um, but what, since you are so busy and you're looking to even best your numbers from last year, which is incredible. Um, what are you seeing out there? Are things as, as, as much of a frenzy as they were a few months ago? I'm glad that you brought that up. And before I get into the frenzy, you're exactly right. I remember back to our transaction where I literally said, let's be educated for a moment. Okay. Yeah. And most lenders are going to go through a couple of the basic same things, rates and payments. Okay. Yeah. But there's so much more to it. You can afford the payment. You can, you like the rate, but you actually don't know a lot of the steps until you've done it and had somebody explain these type of things to you. So taking the step back is the last thing I want as a borrower several months from now, just like cursing me out as they write their monthly payment. Like, oh, what did I do? I didn't understand this. And so if you could just take the extra time, which most people don't do, which is setting time aside when you're speaking, and this works the same for agents as well, understanding what the process is going to be and never assuming that a buyer knows this happens and this happens taking the time to actually educate is what's going to differentiate you from everybody who's just getting into the market who thinks, oh, I can be a realtor too. Okay. And even if you are brand new, taking the education piece and being an educator in, a, in the client's corner first is so much more important than selling anything because people want to buy, but they never want to be sold. And they can feel if you're just trying to pressure them into something. So taking a step back, going through the education piece. And that's what we did for you for sure. Yeah. And, and it, it really is so important because anyone can look up rates. Anyone can, can just get that information. It's basically public information. Any, so many websites, you know, talk about rates and, 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 you know, the different conditions associated with that, but the education piece is really hard to find on your own. And, and even though I had bought a home in the past, um, I was, I had forgotten what the process was. And, and even if I were to buy another home in two months, I would have forgotten what I, what we just went through and I would probably need that education again. So I think that's a good point to always, you know, as, as agents, uh, or, or if there are lenders who are also listening to really think about remembering that we know how it all works because we're used to it, but our, our clients likely do need that education and that reassurance that, and there were times actually too, that I had to contact Joel. Cause I was freaking out about things that were happening with <laughs> mine were that fine. had nothing to do well, had nothing to do with Joel, uh, Joel's, you know, but he was the one who said, you're, you're doing great. Everything's fine. You don't have to worry. And that was really 
awesome that I could pick up the phone and get that answer because I was freaking out about a couple of things that was happening that I get nothing to do with, with, with Joel and his team, but just things I didn't know. Um, and so that's, uh, it really is important to have a good partner there. Um, so, so what's going on in the market is, is, are, are things as busy as they used, as they were earlier this year? They're definitely busy. They really truly are for both buyers and sellers, but what we're not seeing is this frenzy of offers on places where a buyer hasn't even seen the damn house yet. Okay. And I saw a lot of this. Uh, and to people's credit, they were kind of sick of getting outbid. Uh, and so there were some very justified offers that came in over asking price. And then DJ, there were a slew of unjustified offers where I would never in a million years have advised my client to come in that far over asking without seeing the home. And, and, and I saw it when my buyers put in a, a good offer and they were just wildly outbid. And they said, we lost the home. And I, I rephrased that. I say, well, the person who won also lost. They think they won because they have the contract, but that isn't necessarily winning. And that's not the way we want to buy real estate. So now we're getting back to a point where there's not too much happening under asking price, but I'm starting to see DJ, a lot of offers now come in where they don't feel as though they need to come in 25 grand above asking on the very first offer. And in the last couple of weeks alone, I'm starting to see just under asking price accepted on certain deals in certain markets in many different states. Yeah, that's encouraging. And I, I know it at, at our firm, uh, the our brokers that are working with buyers, that's the big frustration or it has been this year is, oh my gosh, there's so many offers. How do I get noticed? And what do I offer? And sometimes the agents would get creative and, and offer certain concessions. Um, but now you're, you're seeing things going back, swinging a little bit back more towards the normal side, which is very exciting. I don't know if it's normal. It's still crazy, but you're exactly right with the terminology that it's not over the top. Now, in certain pockets, we're still definitely seeing properties that have multiple offers. The winning offer is considerably over asking price. But at the same time, there's certain areas where the sellers are expecting this. And then they're coming back to the agent and saying, hey, where are all my offers? You promised that I was going to have 10 offers in the first hour on this. And it's not necessarily happening because there is more inventory finally hitting the market. We're past COVID for a lot of restrictions, especially here in Chicago, where properties had a major cap on the number of uh, people that could be in a building at any given time. They weren't allowing open houses. And it would uh, be kind of a hindrance to list a place in some of these buildings where you just weren't going to be able to get people in the door. So now there is some more inventory finally hitting the market. And I just think people are a little bit overwhelmed as well. Summer's here. If they didn't find the home, they're going to give it a little bit of a rest. And it means there's just a few less buyers because rates have come up a little bit. A few buyers that say, I'm just going to wait. And more inventory hitting the market. So I'm seeing this coming together. And it's actually good for both sides. It wasn't necessarily good that there were so many crazy offers because you've seen that top offer sometimes still never makes it to the table. Those people right. get cold feet. And if or, you're an agent or out there, you know it. Out or, yeah. Even with an appraisal waiver, you have buyers right now being asked and your agents listening to this know this for a fact. Sure. They can sign all the pages they want saying that they're not going to come back and <laughs> have a problem with an appraisal. but 
anecdotally, I've seen a lot of people come back and say, even though they signed this and the appraisal came in low, you got a buyer trying to have my seller lower the price, and they're not willing to do it. You, your, your word is as good as you know what you put on paper, and typically, some people are willing to break that. Yeah, you just got to negotiate in good faith. That's the way I've always operated. Yeah, I I, I think that's true. Um, we, you know, I was thinking about rentals uh, because obviously the rental market is is really unusual right now, and there's yes. a tremendous amount of inventory on the rental side. But I think too, um, what I would encourage agents is there's probably a lot of renters right now that are hearing the news that it is very difficult to get offers accepted which um, Joel is now saying he's seeing things returning slightly more back towards uh, the, the more normal mm-hmm. side. And, and we're not there yet, maybe. But now is a great time, I would think, to have a conversation with a renter for, for two reasons. One is, hey, finally, the frenzy has slowed at least a little bit. So there's more opportunity. Inventory has gone up a little bit in, in a lot of areas, thankfully. Um, but also great time to lock in at a rate that we've never seen before. And I understand you know, we say this on the show a lot, the rate isn't that important. Um, but reminding that to your clients who, especially the ones that are renting, that they could lock into a pretty amazing situation for the next 30 years or, or, or you know, uh, there's obviously other products available, but that is a real attractive thing. And it, I'll, I'll tell you, for me, um, I'd be willing to pay more uh, and maybe even above what my place is worth today to lock in at a at a at a, at a rate right now that isn't going to change for thirty years. That's an incredible opportunity, and I think maybe that's right. something people look at the prices of homes and, and maybe they rate itself, but they don't necessarily think about how that translates. Um, so I thought maybe we could talk about that for a moment. I had a young couple last week that really kind of explained it to me. I'm inside of it and I see it, but once once I tell you the story of how they came to the decision to buy and they actually closed last week versus renting and go, well, that definitely makes sense. So young couple in Chicago and their rent was $3,000 in the gold coast and $3,000 anywhere is a lot of money to rent, but they can easily afford it. And we just did the math on it in the next three years, that's going to be a hundred thousand dollars that they spent and they went under contract 10 grand above listing and they, they kind of justified it in a way where they realized, I don't know where property values are going to go. I don't think they're going to skyrocket much higher, but I sure as heck don't think they're going to plummet like we saw before. So let's just say that I did have a downturn and the value went down for some period of time of 50 grand. I've still thrown away $100,000 over the next three years renting. And I go, yeah, that's even me, I didn't really think about it that way until they walked me through and they said, I know I'm going to be in this home for a long time. And if I wait for prices to come down a little bit, when rates go back up to on average four or four and a half percent, the amortization of how much they pay there is so much more than the below 3% rate that they locked in. So hearing some of these things will help you as an agent when buyers ask, why would I buy at the top of the market, DJ? Yeah right? Why I hear everybody's buying, should I wait for things to come down? And there's no real answer for that. But one of the things on financially speaking, uh, that I can talk to is that with all the money that we're printing with all of the stimulus that's happening in this country, rates will be higher next year, the year after. 
and it only takes a moment where it really spikes. Yeah. And we've seen that many times where we think everything is good and then it goes away. And uh, you don't know what you got till it's gone. There's a song like that, right? There is. Yeah. So rents are not going to be going down anytime soon. We're continuing (laughs) to see these markets continue. So if you're in the position and you have even a small down payment, the rates that you can lock into today are going to be a lot better than just continuing to rent. So if I'm an agent and I'm helping a first-time buyer decide, should I continue to rent the place or buy? Let me give you three things that I think really would be helpful for you to discuss with the buyer. Okay. The first one is that most first-time buyers don't put 20% down. They just don't. Most of the first-time buyers, no matter what banks they call, can get approved for 3%, 5%, or 10% down. Do they get a rate of 2.75 on that? No, they get a rate in the low threes. Which, is, which is incredible. Which is That's incredible Fixed. in and of itself. For 30 years, the rates are in the low threes. It's not the one that you go brag about, but you're getting something like that with a lower down payment. So maybe I don't have 120 grand to put down, but I have 15 or 20 or $25,000 that'll get you into a home, including closing costs and everything. Okay. The second thing is rents aren't going to continue or the rents. I don't see any markets where rents are dropping. Okay which means you just do some simple math on what you're going to pay over the next three or four years in rent and where rates are going to be at in a couple of years, you'll realize that if you have the wherewithal to buy something now, you're in pretty good shape. Okay. And then number three about being at the top of the market and what if things drop like they did during the subprime mortgage crisis? Well, I would tell you it's completely different because on this side of things, what happened to lead up to that drop is nothing like the increase that we're seeing here today. And here's why it takes a lot of documentation to get a mortgage done today. Okay. Before all you had to do is just wave at the camera or come in and uh, fog up a mirror. If you were alive, you were getting a mortgage and that meant a lot of people shouldn't have borrowed that kind of money today. It's different. There's down payment requirements. We double and triple check the income DJ, which means there won't be a massive wave of foreclosures where people don't have equity in the home. And that's the difference. Bottom line, I'll tell you now, we won't see a massive number of foreclosures because there's equity in the homes. Unlike before, no money down, couldn't make the payments. It's easy to foreclose when there's no equity in the home. Now we've seen an increase in value. Everybody had a down payment. It's really hard to foreclose when there's equity in the home. You just won't do it. You'll be able to catch up or sell the home for a profit probably before you would foreclose. And that's the top three things that you can help a potential buyer who's on the edge and just give them knowledge. And that's what they want, right, DJ? For sure. And, and I think, you know, it, like you always say that you don't write the rate on the check. Um, and if you're talking to somebody and say, you can lock in, you know, a, a pretty attractive rate right now. And uh, they go, well, that's fine. But what does that actually mean? Having a conversation with a trusted partner, a lender who can say, okay, so basically you're going to be writing this amount on your check every month for the rest, you know, the remaining 30 years. 
And if they are a first time or thinking about becoming a first time home buyer, do we really think your rent's not going to change over that time? Of course it will. Um, and, and it would have to, it's just going to, just to keep up with inflation, of course it's going to. And, and so, you know, to, to, to think that they could lock into that. And then of course, you know, some, some additional possible tax benefits for, for, you know, for the interest on, on those, uh, those loans is another huge thing. So I think having that conversation with renters in particular is this is the time to do it. Um, you know, especially right now, if, if inventory is, is even a little bit, uh, you know, tight in your area, talking to people about, Hey, let's talk about what your monthly rent check is. And let's talk about what you can lock into, um, is gosh, oh my gosh, that that's a conversation that you as an agent could initiate and you don't facilitate, you don't have to have all the information, but you have to have a trusted partner that you can bring in that to have that education piece. Um, and Joel is, is exactly that kind of uh, loan officer, which of course is why he's so valuable on our show. Um, and I think that's just a, a good reminder to everyone. And two, you know, uh, not a terrible time to refinance as well for people that were locked into, you know, older rates and older sort of conditions. Um, another good opportunity to talk to everyone who currently owns and find out what their plans are. You know, this, this is not a terrible time to sell a home. Uh, this is a good opportunity. And you might say, well, yeah, but then you're paying a premium on your next home. Well, sure, but maybe that evens out and maybe that, and again, just to lock in a new rate or to refinance your existing rate, um, whether you're moving or not, is just have these conversations, even for people that are like, I'm good, I'm not going anywhere for another seven years. Great, let's talk about refinancing. Have you explored that? Is that a good option right now for you? Um, and then you can yeah. talk about it. If I was a realtor right now, DJ, I'd be calling back everybody who bought over the last three years. Yeah. And there's so many of them who did not put 20% down. And this is the number one refinance I'm seeing right now is refinancing, not just to get a lower interest rate, but to get rid of the private mortgage insurance. Okay. Yep. People could lock into the same rate but drop their payment a hundred or $200. So if I'm a realtor, I'm just making that extra phone call back to my database. If I know you guys have all the time in the world right now. Okay. I'm sure <laughs> I know we're busy, but if I was an agent, instead of doing any kind of dollar piece marketing, what I would be doing is touching the people that I've already helped. These are people that know, like, and trust you. And the conversation is, Hey, Jim, I know you and Susie bought in the last couple of years. I hope the place is well. If I recall, we bought that property and we didn't put 20% down. You should call Scott. Remember your mortgage guy? I'm just making up that name, right? But you're calling back the person who helped you on the mortgage and asking him, what can I get for a no cost refinance? And that's what's important. Most of the banks, they want to charge you origination fees and appraisal fees and all these different costs that can add up to thousands of dollars. But you could probably get a lower rate that's probably not the rock bottom rate, but within an eighth or a quarter point, it's still a lot lower than you're paying now and you don't pay anything. So that's a big thing that all banks do. They just don't advertise it. They want you paying the fees, but if you're willing to take just a little bit above the market rate, like if the best rate is 3%, you should be able to, for no money at all, lock in 3.1 or 3.2. Sure. And if your rate right now is four, that sounds pretty appealing. Okay. They won't advertise that, but that's what you ask for is a no cost rate. What would be the rate if you, Mr. Banker, paid all the fees? And I mean everything. And that could be a really good move as an agent. Just to add that little piece of value 
And you'll be surprised. They'll say, oh, my sister's getting ready to buy a home. Let me connect you. And that's what we want here is adding value so that you guys can close more transactions. Yeah. So a great opportunity for agents. Thank you. That is such a, a good idea. So it really would be smart for everyone listening. If you don't have a trusted uh, LO that you're working with to tell them, say, Hey, this is the campaign I'm going to be doing right now. I'm going to be contacting everybody I know who owns a home and, and who purchased. And here are the, the, the sort of conditions that I'm calling them about. And could I get some data, some talking points, some data points from you, or do you want to jump on some of these calls with me and, and have these conversations? Um, that's a great thing to do to stay busy and to also just learn what's going on in your clients' lives, uh, making sure that you're staying in touch with them after a sale um, so that they don't forget about you when it's time either to refinance or to move to a new property. Um, so Joel, thank you. That That's really, really great, uh, amazing uh, tid tidbits there and, and tactics right now in, in, the, in the middle of summer when I think it's easy to take your foot off the gas because it's warm and it's exciting and it's we're out and we, most of us are maskless at this point, which is very, you know, very fun, freeing. Um, but let's, let's not forget to, uh, to contact our clients and staying in touch is, is the best way to do it. Waiting for deals to just to come to you is, is, uh, is, is a, I would say almost a fool's errand. I mean, it, it, it happens from time to time, which is incredible. Like every so often someone just calls me and says, Hey, I want to join your company as a realtor, which, which would yes. be great if that happened all day long, but it very rarely happens. And we have almost 800 realtors at our company. We have to proactively go out and, and find business, just like agents have to go out and find clients. So, um, give, find a reason to contact people. Uh, and I would say, look beyond just the traditional and Joel, Joel would say this, I think too, is Hey, do you need a mortgage right now? Because that may or may not be something that they want to, that they'll call they want, but checking in with them, finding out what's going on with their lives. And then having some reason to talk to them is like, Hey, I was just thinking about you. Like Joel said, you know, I know that we, we purchased before and maybe we didn't put the full 20% down. Let's talk about, you know, what we can do right now to, to, um, you know, upgrade the, the loan, so to speak. Um, so Joel, thank you. One more thing though, um, before we go, I got to tell yeah. you this. Can I add one thing that I would Please. do right now? If I'm an agent, I challenge you to do this because this is key. Okay. If we're a real estate agent right now, don't we know a ton of loan officers that are always calling us saying, send me your business, right? Sure. Okay. A lot of these loan officers are saying, send me deals. But so, you know, certain loan officers, think of how valuable it could be to flip it on its head and go back to one or two of these loan officers that you know, say, I'm going to be sending you some refinance people. Okay. I have a plethora of past clients. And I'm going to be doing a, a phone call campaign or an email campaign. What can you do in terms of marketing budget to help me? Yeah. A good loan officer, I always say this, you should find somebody that's not just asking for business, but wants to write a check for you. RESPA compliant, something that you guys can do together. And this is how you form a relationship. Make these loan officers, and they won't like hearing this, but put their money where their mouth is. Yeah. I spend money for my agents in RESPA compliant activities, such as uh, leads, open houses, things that you know that they'd be willing to write a check for. So find the people that are really actually in your corner that want to build the relationship because this is what it's about right now. Getting your deals approved really does take a good lending partner. Okay. So find those people that you know and say, I'm going to scratch your back if you scratch mine. And there's some good ways to do that. Okay. And we should mention that 
Joel is headquartered here in Chicago, a guaranteed rates headquartered here. Um, however, they do loans in all 50 states, of course, and Joel can assist as well. So whether you're a local Chicago agent or you're an agent, we have a, listeners from all over, well, multiple countries, but certainly in, in every state here in the United States. Um, and if you're looking, if you don't have a trusted loan officer that you're working with, again, uh, I've said it a few times already on the show, but it is just the truest thing I could say is I highly encourage you to reach out to Joel because everyone I've ever sent to him, um, even people who are peripherally related to me, friends of friends kind of thing, have all reported that he was the best that they worked with. And, and I had the same experience. And he also is, as he said, a partner that helps other agents with their endeavors as well. So definitely uh, reach out to Joel in, to see if his team and, and you have uh, you know, a mutual sort of interest that you guys can support each other. Um, Joel, what's the best way that in either uh, somebody who's looking for a loan directly or once as an agent who wants to work with a loan officer like yourself and partner together, what's the best way they should reach out to you? If you're listening, you can reach out to Joel, J-O-E-L, at rate.com. That's short for guaranteed rate. It's much easier to get the short email address uh, than the long one. So Joel at rate.com or a simple phone call, 773-654-2049 and test me. We really do answer the phone. We are licensed in all 50 states. I have a little more than a dozen states that I actively participate in. And if it's in another state, we absolutely have loan officers on my team that are licensed in all states to help. And even if we're not getting business from you, we're absolutely happy to take a phone call. It's literally this giver's gain mentality, okay? We want to help out. So I've been on the other end of many phone calls from people from this show who say, I have a loan officer. I really liked what you were doing. Can I just ask you this question about how you've done this? And I love it. And they can't believe that I've actually taken the time to return the phone calls and do it. So we're, we're just blessed. And I'm always happy to be on the show. And I really hope somebody uh, that was listening here really got something from today's podcast. Well, I, I'm, I know they did. And, and I will tell you too, I'll pull back the curtain a little bit on our show and, and how we operate, just because I think this would be pretty interesting. So we get pitched, our, our show uh, gets pitched every single day by publicists, typically uh, realtors that have something to promote. Maybe they have a book they've written or they're on a TV show or there's some sort of celebrity of, of sorts. Um, and they asked to be on our show. So we get those all the time. And, and those were very honored to, to, you know, to get those kind of uh, emails and phone calls. We also get a lot of emails and, and phone calls from uh, loan officers who would love to be on our show because of our reach um, and, and how many people across the country that, that, we, uh, that listen to our show. And I will tell you that we, have, we absolutely just say no to all of those uh, loan officers because we already have somebody who provides incredible value on our show. And um, obviously, you know, Joel and I don't have a business relationship with the show. He's just somebody who is so kind to come on our show once a month um, and, and, and talk about what's going on in the lending world and help agents. And so we have to, we turned down all of those requests. Um, and, and so uh, I, I'm honored that other loan officers would like to be on our show, but we, we really have no need to have anyone because Joel satisfies everything we're looking for and, and he can do the same for you. So please reach out to him if you don't have a great relationship with a loan officer or looking to see what other loan officers can do for you. Or if you're a buyer and just looking to explore what guaranteed rate can offer you directly, uh, Joel's your guy. So just call Joel. That's his slogan. And there's a good reason for it because that's the only call you need to make. It's the only call we had to make on this 
show to get somebody. In fact, Joel, Joel reached out to us that that's who he is. He is a giver. Um, and, and that is, uh, we're big, big fans. So, uh, everyone out there, um, we want to thank you for, for being a part of our show, whether you're a listener or whether you're a guest like Joel comes on every month, you're all considered part of our little, uh, podcast family here. We're super honored to have you. Um, and we will see everybody on our next episode and we'll see Joel. We'll see you again next month. Well, you failed to mention the biggest thing is I'm on here because I love seeing your beautiful face. It's really ah, good well, every time you. I get to see you. <laughs> so thanks again for having me on. It was truly a pleasure. Awesome. Thanks, Joel. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Please, real quickly, before you uh, sign off, tell one friend about our show. Tell them about this particular episode and send a link to our podcast. Easiest way, just send them over to our website, keepingitrealpod.com, and they can stream every episode we've ever done, including all of our Learn with a Lender series with Joel Schaub. So uh, reach out to Joel. He's great. And we will see everybody on the next episode. Thanks, Joel. Bye-bye.